Welcome to this evidence-based nursing podcast. My name is David Barrett from the University of Hull and today we're going to be talking about a research paper related to the so-called weekend effect on mortality rates in hospital admissions. I'm delighted to be joined by Pam de Cordova from Rutgers University in Newark, New Jersey, who's going to be talking a bit about her commentary entitled Excess Mortality Associated with Weekend Hospital Admissions, maybe due to patient level differences rather than reduced staffing or services. Pam, welcome. Thank you. I just wondered if we could kick off by you explaining a little bit by what is meant by the weekend effect. Sure, and thank you, David, for having me here in EBN. Um, the weekend effect is really often defined as when hospital patients are more likely to have worse patient outcomes on a weekend. And these outcomes you know, can either include surgical complications, you know, unplanned extubation, but most commonly, and it's referred to as death or patient mortalities. So researchers have conducted studies to examine the weekend effect by looking at the day of admission and patient mortality in practically all types of patient populations, you know, including neonates and elderly. And they studied this effect across all hospital specialties, such as the intensive care units, medical surgical wards, and the a and &E or the emergency department. And usually the researchers will explain the cause or the etiology of the weekend effect as being related to less resources or less or decreased hospital services, since hospitals do tend to function differently on the weekend than they do then during the week. Okay. And, and is this something that is reported or studied a, a, across the globe? Are there any patterns where the weekend effect might be more pronounced or, or less pronounced? Well, I don't know if it's, it is studied uh, across the globe. It's definitely, the weekend effect is definitely an international phenomenon. Um, there really is like a robust body of evidence that encompasses like the international literature and demonstrates that a weekend effect does in fact exist. Um, I don't think it's highlighted in one specific country more than another. Um, for the UK, the weekend effect may be more sensationalized in the UK and attracts more media attention than where I am in the US. But I would also, you know, go out on a limb and say that pretty much that patient safety and quality of care in hospitals should be a priority for all countries. And therefore, if evidence is saying that, you know, patients admitted to hospitals on weekends are more likely to die, then um, this topic still needs to be studied. So in terms of this particular study then that you wrote your commentary on, could you tell us a bit about how the researchers went about finding out what they did and, and what their findings tell us about the weekend effect? So Walker et al. really conducted a multi-site study inclusive of four Oxford University NHS hospitals, uh, specifically focusing on emergency emissions on the weekend and 30-day uh, mortality. And the researchers chose to use 30-day mortality because this outcome doesn't necessarily focus on death in the hospital but rather 30 days since the time of admission. And existing work and existing studies have used 30-day mortality as a common outcome. And you know, similar to other types of work that looks at the weekend effect, uh, the researchers had a sample size of over 500,000 emergency admissions, which spans the years from 2006 to 2014, with about 120,000 of those emissions being weekend emergency emissions. And what's unique with this study is that their data source, the researchers used um, electronic health records to really identify 15 common 
hematology and uh, biochemistry blood tests as an indicator of patient you know, severity of illness. And one of their hypotheses was that patients who do present on the weekend as an emergency are sicker than those who present during the week. And then for their actual results, Walker et al. found that 5.1% of the patients who were admitted on the weekend died, and that was compared to only 4.7% of patients that died on the weekday. And they also found that fewer patients with normal test results were admitted on the weekend as compared to during the week. And when they compared that weekend admission to Wednesday, the researchers found that if the patients had these 15 common you know, laboratory tests, then there was a 33% higher risk of mortality on a Saturday and a 52% higher risk of mortality on a Sunday. So it really indicated that you know, these patients are actually sicker that present. And then finally, one of their main findings and their take-home message is in their you know, adjustive relative risk ratios, uh, the risk of 30-day mortality was higher on Saturday and Sunday compared to Wednesday. But um, one thing that I find really interesting about this study is that Walker et al. Um, investigated the weekend time and pretty much the time on the weekend that these patients were more likely to die. And that time was surprisingly between 1100 and 1500 or 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. on the weekend. So right in the middle of the day was the highest risk for patients to die. What really makes this study unique in my eyes, um, there's two real reasons is that first, that the researchers used electronic health records to identify these laboratory results to determine how sick a patient was in the A&E. And other studies, including my own, that examine the weekend effect are, they're really often done with large administrative data sets. And that, using those data sets, cannot really capture how sick you know, a patient was at the time of admission, whereas this study used you know, real-time clinical data. So Walker critiqued the way, you know, using administrative data sets may actually be a flawed methodology and the science should go towards using electronic health records. And the second reason that really that the study is unique is that Walker et al. examined hospital workload and decreased resources to determine if these, you know, decreased resources on the weekend may explain patient mortality. And they actually did not find an effect. So the author's explanation of this finding is that patients who do present on the weekend are in fact sicker, and that's inconsistent with existing research in which the, re the weekend effect is explained by decreased resources. Okay, so I suppose that the follow-up question to that is, is then why are sicker patients presenting at the weekend? What's driving that, that different characteristic amongst our patient groups? Right. So I think the most obvious, you know, explanation is that patients will, you know, wait until the weekend to seek medical treatment, you know, maybe when a primary care physician or a generalist may not have office hours and therefore go to a hospital as an emergency admission. Um, it may also be that, you know, frail or elderly patients have no access to providers during the week because their loved ones may work and cannot get them to a hospital. And a possible, you know, maybe a stretch, but another possible explanation may be that for even a younger, you know, demographic, it may be that patients are distracted during the work week and ignore symptoms during, you know, until the weekend because of the simple explanation, you know, that I'm, I'm too busy to take care of my own health. But what I find, you know, specifically counterintuitive in the study is that Walker et al. did find that the highest risk for death 
on the weekend was in the middle of the day. And that might be explained that pa by that patients ignore symptoms during the night in hopes that they will be relieved and those symptoms don't be relieved. And thus they have to seek treatment, you know, during the day on a weekend. So it sounds from what you said that this paper takes the debate about the weekend effect in a slightly different direction, focusing more on, on patient characteristics than, than organizational resources. So what does that mean for the future in terms of research and in terms of clinical practice? I think, you know, it is, it definitely is a controversial, you know, topic now, especially since the science, it will probably change because we have all these existing studies that looked at or explained the weekend effect by decreased resources. Um, from the re, uh, clinical perspective, I think the biggest take-home message from the Walker et al. study is really to have clinicians ensure that these blood tests are ordered on patients who present in emergency situations, and maybe consider having providers ordering lactate levels and arterial blood gases because the researchers in their study found that these tests weren't routinely ordered, and the lactate levels and the arterial blood gases are often predictive of sepsis as well as uh, decreased oxygen levels. I'll also add that the authors specifically mentioned as a limitation of their study of not having the national early warning score on the electronic health record, which I believe is used in the UK for emergent patients. On the research side, uh, really trying to encourage researchers to build off the study, which may be rather than using administrative data sets, which I don't want to downplay those there. They provide a wealth of information. They are large and they are cheap and easily available but really almost trying to also obtain real-time clinical data, such as electronic health records, that may have better indicators of you know, patient severity of illness or whether a patient is, or measures whether a patient is sicker or not. Um, that's fantastic and really interesting area. Thanks ever so much for, for telling us more about it. Great, thank you so much. And you can find Pam's commentary and indeed all our commentaries on the Evidence-Based Nursing website. Uh, but you can also find the podcast on our website and you can keep up to date with all our commentaries, all our other articles uh, and our fortnightly chats on Twitter at the Bee Nursing. Music